Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez. And in this segment, I'm going to be discussing why studying Vedic astrology is important and how it can help you in your life and how it can benefit your life and spiritual evolution. And I'll be pulling in some other modalities as well, just talking about personal introspection in general and these different modalities that we have to gain more insight into ourselves. Um, but before we get started, I do want to remind you all that I have a training coming up. It will begin on January 24th. It will be on Sunday at 12 p.m. Central Time. And it's two Sundays on, one Sunday off. So if you want to see the exact dates, please go to my website, innerknowing.yoga. Click on offerings and then group study and scroll to the bottom to learn more about this module. It is going to be a beginner series covering the foundations of Vedic astrology. It's so much fun. This is like the fourth or fifth time that I've taught it. Always a blast and it seems to really work. I feel like the people who take it really grasp astrology and learn a lot by the end of it they are just having their own amazing realization so again I always love teaching it and seeing people grow and expand so if you would like to join that course again going to my website and checking out the exact dates and getting more information if you want to calculate your individual Vedic birth chart again go to my website click on offerings and then chart and you can calculate your Vedic sidereal birth chart keeping in mind I'm a Vedic sidereal astrologer so, why is studying Vedic astrology important? So, as many of you know, I am a social worker. I have a graduate degree in social work. I've worked as a clinician for over three years, and um, I absolutely loved it. And I had been in therapy. I've been in therapy since I was 15. And so there's just a lot in my life around healing and personal introspection and learning more about ourselves, how our past, how our wounded parts contribute to who we are now and how our thoughts are operating now and how our thoughts are influencing our actions and therefore how we are creating our future and how we can create interventions for ourselves and for the people around us if we're working as a clinician to benefit and to create a better present to change our paradigm to see things more clearly and more authentically so that we can live in such a way that is conducive to our dream so that we can live in a way that's in alignment with our higher self our higher virtues and what we're wanting to create ultimately creating just a better life that's it a more peaceful life a more sound and intact life and so of course vedic astrology I'm drawn to Vedic astrology because it can do so much to assist in this way. I don't, I'm not saying that astrology is a substitute for therapy. If you've listened to my podcast enough, you know that I am not saying that Vedic astrology is therapy. It's not. But what it is used for, what it can be used for, is to illuminate our strengths and our deficits so that we can use them to our advantage and also not fall 
trap to these deficits in a way that is debilitating. So if we see something in our chart that is more of a detriment, something that's not super great, we can know that about ourselves. We can put language to it. We can gain more awareness and not fall as easily prey to those deficits. And for our greatest strengths, helping us step into that and harnessing it, naming it, identifying it, utilizing it, and feeling confident in doing so. That's part of why Vedic astrology is so incredibly helpful, in my opinion. And so that's the more practical. This is part of the more practical reason as to why I love Vedic astrology. And I think it's so profoundly helpful and useful is it can draw out these facets of ourselves and help us use them to our advantage. Now, the other thing that Vedic astrology can be used for is giving names to the parts that hurt. And it can validate the parts that hurt. And we can say, look, like, this totally sucked. This part of your life was super painful. And it is a part of who you've been up to this point. And it doesn't have to be a part of who you are moving forward. It was something that happened and we're going to validate that and see it and understand that it could impact who you become, but it doesn't necessarily have to shape your perception and who you're going to become. You have the opportunity to transcend past that, okay? So this is a more practical way of looking at things. In a more spiritual sense, we can use Vedic astrology to get more in alignment with our karmic role with our karmic duty we can see using vedic astrology what karma am i meant to fulfill in this life what is something that i've already achieved many many lives before something that i come into this world just totally understanding and what am i supposed to be directing my attention towards what am i supposed to be doing so that i can get the most out of this experience karmically so that i can fulfill my karmic destiny and evolve to my greatest capacity now, so this is all so important, right? Because ultimately, and this is really what I wanted to talk about today, ultimately, the way that I believe it, and I know we're all going to have a different belief about this, but the way that I think about things is that we come into this incarnation to heal. The reason we are incarnated is to heal some part of ourselves. And these are the things in our chart that may have hurt, you know, that may be a neuroses, <laughs> that may be an OCD, it may be a personality thing, it might be depression or anxiety or whatever. And we're coming into this life to confront it and work with it. And you know, this is not limited. This can be anything that you're working with. As humans, it's so vast. It would be impossible for me to name every single thing here. But for those of you who are listening, I'm sure that you feel that like, oh, I, I was supposed to heal this or I'm supposed to be healing this. I know that this is a part of myself that I'm supposed to be healing. And we all have something. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. Nobody comes into this world perfect. Nobody comes into this world healed. We are in human incarnations so that we can heal this part of ourself, it's something karmic that we are destined to do. And so I think that it's so important to have so much compassion for everyone around us understanding that we're all healing various parts of ourselves and we're all meant to experience these different parts of the human psyche in a different way because it's just part of our individual journey. 
And so somebody's journey may look so much different than yours, and you may have zero understanding of it. It makes no sense to you. And it's hard sometimes to have compassion for that. But I think that having this understanding can ease that up a bit and just make it a little bit simpler. Okay. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is our Vedic birth chart and the blueprint of the human ego. (laughs) So as someone who is pretty spiritual, right, and very into meditation and yoga, I've done a lot of contemplation on the human ego and how we identify with ourselves and separating ourselves from the human ego to get more in touch with our true essence and true essence with a capital T, capital E, right? It's like this idea of the divine force, this energy that has always existed and it flows through all of us. It's this pure, untouched energy that permeates nature and animals and humans and it animates us and we are all just part of this cosmic fabric, And then we are born with these human egos that actually kind of separate us, right? It makes us individual and it makes us unique. This is part of what makes life so interesting. We get to interact with one another and meet one another and have these different perceptions of reality. And it's actually said that um, we are incarnated so that God can experience itself. We are incarnated so that God can experience itself in different ways and have these different perceptions. So when we're talking to someone and we're hearing their perception, it's almost like it's a part of God. God experiencing themselves and so important to have respect and appreciation for each other, again, even if we're not agreeing on everything all the time. And this is not to bypass the horrible things that some humans are capable of. And this is not to bypass the hate that people are capable of. Um, I think that the reason I think it's important is to remember that there is a divinity within everyone. And sometimes the human ego can be so strong that people lose connection from that. And it's really unfortunate to see and witness And this is why it's so important for all of us who are working on cultivating more awareness and living from a deeper space of love and connection to continue that work and to continue to do this work within us and maybe inspiring others around us to do the same. Um, But I do, I just wanted to take note of that because though I am a firm believer that everyone is connected to divinity and all of us at the root of who we really are as part of divine consciousness, people are capable of horrible things. And people get so far disconnected from the truth, right? The truth of that essence. Um, But that's not you. And that's not what you're going to do. And this is the only thing that we can focus on, right? Is ourselves and what we're creating. Um, But anyway, coming back to Vedic astrology, when we're looking at our birth chart, it's like a blueprint of our ego. It's like this is our human ego. This is our playground. This is what we're meant to embody. These are the personality qualities we're going to have. These are the preferences we're going to have. These are the partners we're going to have. These are the life experiences we're going to have. This is the karma we've achieved. This is the karma of where we're going. 
And this is this is it. And so when we become aware of that, when we're looking at our Vedic birth chart, it's an opportunity to say, okay, this is the karma that I was born with. And I also understand that next life, I'm going to have a different one. Like this is not really who I am. This is an amazing blueprint that I have to help me and point me in the direction of healing, point me in the direction of where I'm supposed to be going in this life. And I'm going to use that to my advantage so that I can hopefully heal and evolve as much as I possibly can. And I also understand that none of this human persona is going to move with me into my next life because I'm something so much deeper than that. I'm something beyond my characteristics. And so when we sit quietly with ourselves, when we get really quiet and we get really still, we think about our consciousness and that part of ourself that's aware of our body and aware of our thoughts. And we separate our body. And we're like, okay, well, I know I'm not my body. And then it's just this awareness and some thoughts and some feelings. And you're like, okay, well, I'm not my feelings. Feelings are transient. Feelings don't last. They come and go. Okay, so now you're just some analytical thoughts and that awareness of those thoughts. Then when you take away those other thoughts, those analytical thoughts... And then there's just this conscious awareness. That's, that's what lasts. That's what weaves all of us together. That's what is going to be here from beginning to the end, right? It's, the, it's this ever, it's this omnipresent consciousness that's spotless, doesn't have human ego attached to it. And so what is funny And what I think is kind of like a paradox in a way is that we use these different tools like Vedic astrology or Enneagram or human design or Myers-Briggs to gain more insight about ourselves and to put labels to things and put names to things to learn more about this human ego. But then sometimes we overly attach ourselves to that. And we're like, okay, I'm a type eight. I'm a type six. I'm I'm a campaigner in Myers-Briggs or I'm a I'm a manifester in human design and then you identify with that and cling to it and make it a part of who you think you are. And so my suggestion is to revel in it and have a blast because again this experience is like a playground. Like we get to play and create with this ego. We get to do whatever we want and be whoever we want to be and create whoever we want to be. But I think it's so profoundly important to make that separation of like, and also I understand that this is a game. This is all play. This is just my transient ego that is going to shift and change maybe in my own life. If it's an Enneagram or Myers-Briggs, it might be something that shifts and changes in this incarnation. But when you move on to the next stage, none of this travels with us. There's that, there's that spotless consciousness that is free of a Vedic birth chart. It's free of an Enneagram or human design or whatever. And again, it's the thread that weaves us all together. We are all of the same cloth. And so I'm, I'm sharing this really today because I think we're moving into a time period where it's so important to remember that we are so much more connected than we think that we are. And what's the most important 
is to cultivate awareness of the self and awareness of the ego ego for the purpose of healing to heal the parts of ourselves that are jealous competitive angry resentful hurt shut down closed down ill and to have compassion for those parts of ourselves and then having compassion for the people around us so I hope that this was helpful. I kind of went on some tangents here. I hope that it wasn't too far out for you all. I'm kind of weaving more of a spiritual element into this, but I hope that it also can give you new eyes when viewing your birth chart and that you can look at your birth chart as your karmic blueprint of what you can gain awareness to and heal, but it's not who you are, right? It's who this ego is, but it's not who you are. You are transcendent of all of this, of all of this material titles or labels. In yoga, there is this idea of a parigraha, which is non-attachment. And so we may be gifted with a fabulous birth chart. We may be gifted with such an amazing Enneagram or amazing whatever, And that is your gift. You were given that as a present from the universe to explore and enjoy and have fun with. And so you want to enjoy it. You don't want to slap the universe in the face. But you want to remember the non-attachment and paying homage to that everlasting force of the universe and your connection to it. All right, so I will close there. Again, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it helped you see things in a new way. If you'd like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. Please follow me on Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and I will talk to you all very soon. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you 